So, Nathan, hello. And hey, welcome. let me interrupt you real quick. Let's have a word of prayer. The invocation. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Yeah, we can't do that. No. We did about an eighth of the doxology, right? Something like that. I think it counts. Yeah. So, what's up, man? Uh, anything crazy going Not on much. in the world? Crazy? I know it's crazy. <laughs> you know it's crazy. This uh, gas shortage. <laughs> yeah, you you never have that problem. <laughs> Sorry, dude. I had to do. Yeah, I had to make a fart joke. You had to do the doo doo. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> make a doo doo joke. Yeah, you never have a gas shortage. No. Uh, for those listening, plenty of methane yes. out there. Yes, plenty. Which, by the way, you asked me this the other day. You asked oh. me my belief level of whether or not the methane coming out of your backside uh-huh. would ignite further ignite. Magnify the flame, a flame of a match, right? And I said my dad tried it multiple times and yeah. didn't have success. But I feel like if you had a if you had enough uh, velocity and volume, yeah, we got to stay scientific here, right? Because the people who are listening who don't like fart jokes, um, well, that's true. Are probably not going to listen to our podcast anyway. Yeah, but if it has enough velocity, enough volume, yeah. Maybe it does do something to the flame. Yeah. Fan the flame. Well, it's, like a, it's like a lighter. <laughs> Isn't that a song? It's like the fan the flame. Yeah. I don't know. I think I thought it was some old Christian song. Oh, light the fire. Oh yeah. Light the fire in my soul. Fan, fan the, the flame. flame. Fan the flame. <laughs> <laughs> Heck yeah, dude. Man, I forgot about that song. That's what I'm here for. We should have done that for invocation. Oh, well. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> it's more appropriate. Yeah. You were saying. Well, it's like a lighter. You can have butane in there, but it's still not going to. It's still not enough. Yeah. For the butane lighter to light. Yeah. So. So next episode, we're going to ex- we're gonna put this to the test. We're doing it. I'm going to hold the lighter. And Nathan's going to let it go. Oh, I, th- I thought we were. I thought we were going to do that opposite. I thought you, you were going to fart, and I was going to just light it. Yeah. And that that's the end of our career, folks. Yeah. Anyway, can we move away from farts now? Sure. So, <clears throat> gas shortage for real. Right. If you're... <laughs> gas holes. There's yes. A, there's plenty of them. Yes. Not enough gas. Yes. But plenty of gas holes out there. If you're listening... Uh, it is the week of May. It's the second week of May, right? Right. Right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a, there is a perceived gas shortage, which is making people lose their minds and yeah. go buy more gas, which is creating a gas shortage. Um, so hopefully, by the time you're hearing this, if this is long past. Yeah. But people, people can be stupid. It seems like it's long past already. Yeah. I'm not going to say, I'm not going to be mean to specific people, but I will say 
And sometimes it just needs to be said. Some people are stupid mm. or lazy. True. Because I told you earlier, someone sent me a video yeah. of a lady putting gas in a plastic shopping bag. For the podcasters, we are showing an actual video of a lady putting gasoline in a Target shopping bag. What in the actual Donald Duck is wrong with this beaver damn lady? This is Benedict Francis Maxwell the 35th. I'm getting really dadgum tired of this sh- What are we supposed to say to this? Bless her heart. That's what you say. That's it. It's unfortunate for her. I think the real problem is not a gas shortage. It's yeah. an IQ shortage. And apparently a bag shortage too. <laughs> <laughs> she's not only she's using our bags, she's using our gas to fill those bags with. And, and she, it's not fair. And it's it's surprising that she chose plastic because someone as dumb as her, as her probably would have said paper, right? And that would have been really funny to watch. Yeah. Um. True. But there, yeah, there's an IQ shortage. Yeah. Uh, there was also a picture of people that had a minivan and they were filling the red cans that you fill lawnmowers with, the gas cans. Yes. They were filling those up and putting it in the back of their vehicle. People. And they had about six of them. Like the the big three gallon ones, man. They had six of them in People. the back of their van. Come on, man. And don't I'm be, like, don't be selfish. You know, we're going to have gas tomorrow because I was out last night. And QT was just filled up, and pun intended, just a line of people just waiting to get gas. Racetrack was the same way. I go by there this morning on the way here to Twerk Ethic, mm. and they still have gas. Yeah. And there's no line. Nathan, people are fuelless. People are fuelless. <laughs> yeah. I had that in my head for the past 30 <laughs> seconds, and I was like, say it right. Yeah. Fuelish. Well, they're fueled by fear is what it is. Yeah. Fueled by fear. They're fuelless. They're gas holes. Yep. Um, A lot of gas holes being filled that doesn't need to be filled. Ain't no lead in their pencil. No. The unleaded. But anyway. She deserves a medal that says, <laughs> how dumb are you? <laughs> The dumbest. The dumbest. I ha- I am a gold medal dummy. The dumberer medal. I'm a gold medal dummy. Uh, my sister-in-law got married oh. to my now brother-in-law. Okay. So, Joe, Mary Catherine, if you're listening, congrats again. Nice job. And the reason I'm going to say uh, I'm even bringing this up, other than to say congrats, yeah. is dude, there was like... Eight people there, including them. Oh. And you're thinking uh, to yourself, I mean, I first got excited because I'm like, I don't really love a lot of people, like yeah. in, the, like gathered. Right. But you're thinking, what's this going to be like? I've never been to a wedding that's, I've never even been to a small wedding. The smallest wedding I've ever been to was my wedding. Oh. But there was yeah. still a lot of people there. Sure. But man, it was awesome. It was like like awesome because it was in an actual venue, yeah. So it had the same like aesthetic, if you will, yeah. And it was beautiful, and still walked down the aisle and right. all the things and the actual chairs and 
officiant, and but it was like real intimate because it was just our family. Oh, I mean, it was like hmm. it was very, very awesome, and it All was right. planned that way because you know uh, you didn't we didn't know when COVID was going to present itself to a point where we could have more people than that. True. Um, at least I think that was the reason. Yeah. Or maybe they just did it because they wanted a very small wedding, which also I support. So you did the so you did the ceremony just like a normal ceremony because I've never been to a wedding that small. Yeah, it was it was just like a normal ceremony. Yeah, but there was no stress. Um, what do you have to be stressed about? Yeah, right. Yeah, and everyone was dressed nice. No long lost lovers in the back going, "She's mine." <laughs> I'm the baby. Yeah. No, none of that. Yeah. And uh it was it was nice, man. I mean oh, that's cool. I even told Sarah Carter, I was like, Did we do the wrong thing? Because she's <laughs> she's like, I don't know, this was great. Yeah. Because I can't tell you the amount of stress that was not there. It was just it felt so good All right. to not be stressed. Um sure. And then afterwards we went back to their house and uh yeah, had Longhorn and nice. wedding cake and all right. Um, but you had all the same pictures with the family that you would, right? You had a picture of them. Except nobody's waiting on you. Yeah, you're, you're part of the picture. That's true. Yeah, yeah. There was it was it's believe it or not, it went even better than I thought it would. Uh, you just uh, took out almost all of the people. Yeah, I I. Now I've been part of those weddings, but I have been part of the weddings where they have gotten married before, but they wanted to have the reception with all their friends. And so, and I, I think that's what happened a couple of weeks ago when, when A-Town played because they got in the, married in the middle of the pandemic and, uh, or the height of it anyway. And uh, you mean, so it was just them. Oh, okay. Right. It was just like, just, my, just the marriage. Family, yeah. marriage, that's it. Yeah, and um, and that was it. So then they were like, "Well, let's schedule the reception a year later," which yeah. happened, you know, a couple weeks ago. Which is what last episode I told you is my dream. Yeah, that's the way it should be. Yeah, so and then, it went. And it was awesome. And like, and I, I'm imagining the bride was not nervous, the groom was not nervous because they already said I do. You know, you know and who if you backed out then? You know who else did it? Where's ever. Who? Mr. Jared Poff. Oh, yeah. Our very, very good buddy. That's right. Jared, if you're listening, man, we love you, dude. I just called to say I love you. Uh, and, Jared, again, reminder, played bass and the Disney thing we're about to release. Yes. Um, and I Stay tuned. One of my favorite jokes that uh, I... I have to give it to Bobby. It's just absolutely amazing. Huh. And I had to make sure that, because he, he first said the joke, and then he thought about changing it. I'm like, no. This is all about the delivery, and yeah. you have to do it. So um, Bobby was the officiant for Jared's wedding. Right. And Jared did the same thing. So they they really got married like three times, because it's like... <laughs> um, the official one, and then they had a small wedding, and then in October they had like their wedding. Okay, right. But technically, from what everyone else saw, it's too. Um, yeah. So, 
<laughs> Bobby, huh. when he's doing the rehearsal, he was like, um, when he was at the very end, he was going to say, you know, I now present to you for the very first time, blah, 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 blah. But Bobby goes, I now present to you for the very second time, <laughs> Jared and Sydney Paul. And I was like, he was like, man, uh, he was thinking about ways to say, I'm like, don't you dare. That is the funniest delivery. Right. You got to say for the very second time. <laughs> so, and he, so he actually That's did, awesome. like, he actually did it in the wedding. And That's so, cool. right at the end of the wedding, he was like, ladies and gentlemen, for the very second time. <laughs> yes. That is amazing. It's kind of at that point where it's like, it's starting to get normal again. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, hey, oh, yeah, I remember this. Yeah. This is nice, you know? This is like to be a human. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. People are shaking hands and hugging again. I'm just like, this speaking, is awesome. Speaking of shaking hands and yeah. hugging, mm-hmm. I'd like to talk about no. Canon plumbing. Yes. <laughs> Hug a cannon next yeah. to you. Hug a cannon and hope it doesn't blow up. Right. Um, no, Canon plumbing. Yeah. Three words. Well, three words to describe Canon Plumbing. Go for it. Oh, um, loyal. Loyal. Uh, um, no, that's not, that's not Okay. That's not so loyal. So loyal. Yeah, loyal. Uh, on time. On time. <laughs> hyphen. Yeah, on, H- hyphenated. What, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, punctual. Punctual. Loyal, punctual. Sexy. Sexy. <laughs> Canon Plumbing. <laughs> To find out so more, sexy. To find out more, go to canonplumbingllc.com. Yeah. Boom. Yes. So I'm going on vacation soon. You're also going on as a am I. Bunch of little trips. Well, yeah. So only one of them is a vacation. I go. We talked about this on our cigar episode. Um, yeah. But I go to vacation. Now, uh, at the beach, this is such a great sentence. <laughs> I'm really killing it. Uh, I go beach to sometimes <laughs> summer. It was very informative. Vacation, yeah. No, I now go to the beach every year on vacation mm-hmm. because my uh, grandfather-in-law owns a condo. Nice. And so we go for seven days, mm. and it's just, it's awesome. Yeah. And I cannot wait. And so we're going soon. And yeah, that's cool. You know what I do on vacation? What's that pretty much nothing. Yeah. And I love it. Nice. I, um, that's what you should do. I wake up, read, drink a lot of coffee, enjoy, you know, the weather. Read, watch movies, nap, and yep. eat eat seafood. There's the sound of the beach, which is the waves. Yeah. Um, and then there's the breeze that seems to only be at the beach. You don't get, you know, like True. It, it just fe- there's this, this feeling, and there's like salt water smell. Yep. And there's just like this. It's good stuff. It's like you know what? I'm at the beach. All the feels. And you just, it's something that you don't feel all year. No. 
unless you live at the beach. It's true. And you do. But it's something I don't feel all year. And so when I'm there, I'm just like overwhelmed with like emotion. Sure. Sure. And uh, I start crying. And I go down to reception and I say, please help. And they're like, sir, what is wrong with you? And I say, I'm overly emotional. I'm very happy to be here. And then they shoot me in the arm with some sort of sedative. Uh, and I feel a lot better. And then I good. go eat pizza rolls that night that we went to Publix and bought. Uh, seafood pizza rolls. Especially um, if you're really hungry. I think everybody... Feels like you're in a metal band. Get a little hangry. Yeah. And you want to be in a metal band. It's probably why. That's probably why sense. metal was invented. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah, and why some of the the revolutionary metal bands like Metallica was probably just they were probably just hungry. Yeah, and you know, people are like, can can we just and the club they were playing at feed this man, which they were used to be a, a fusion jazz band, and they were just like. And then Lars was just, you know, because he's really good at that stuff. <laughs> and then, and then, you know, then they were like, "That's what it is." And they were t- they were talking to the club owner. Yeah, just like, "Hey, where's our food? We would like to have, you know, chips and pizza. That'd be great, and a couple of drinks." And they were just, they were like, "It's coming." Like forty five minutes later, they were just like, and they were like, "Yum." Yeah. Where's my food? Ah! Yeah. James is just killing it. People were just like. This is probably why Lars yeah. is such a bad drummer. <coughs> he was probably fed. Mm. He was fully fed, and he wasn't as angry. And therefore, he kind of sucks at the drums. Hmm. Uh, and then everyone else in the band's really good Yeah, because they were starving. Right. That makes sense. That makes sense to me. Anyway, proceed. Yeah. But I think he was a better fusion jazz drummer than he is metal drummer. Getting his right face. Um, uh, but, where are you going? So, I am going to hell if you don't change. <laughs> uh, uh, I went to, or I'm going to. No, it's not North Myrtle Beach. It's South, actually. And I can't remember the name of the town, but it's Myrtle Beach area. And I go there every year with my brother's in-laws. So Is Myrtle Beach the one with the pyramid, Hard Rock? Yes, it is. Um, coolest ever. Yeah. Um, so we go there every year. It's usually the first week of June. And uh, so I'm... Like you, I try to do as little as possible, but they're on the same wavelength, pun intended, as me because all they do is they go outside, sit on the beach, drink a little blue moon. Kool-Aid. I said Kool-Aid as I heard moon. Huh. Weird. I meant to say Kool-Aid. Yeah. Six pack of b- soda. and uh, But no, like, just go out there and bring the uh, old Yeti bag and pull out some blue moons. And then they go inside for lunch, have some sandwiches. They go back outside, enjoy the beach again. It's the sweet part of life. And then we go get ready for seafood, seafood, which is most of the time. So what about here food? 
<laughs> I hear food. I come running. Um, yeah. Smell food. Smell food. See food. Hear food. Taste food. That'd be kind of a cool name for a restaurant. Yeah. Smell food. Hear food. See food. Uh, like All it. the dads would come run into that. Oh, for sure. You know, they would be loved. To, where we're going for dinner? <laughs> Let me tell you. We're going to a place called Smell Food, Hear Food, See Food. Yeah. You get it, son? Yeah. <laughs> you smell it with your daggum nose that's always runny. You hear it <laughs> with the same ears that heard that Nirvana mess. And then you see it. S E A or S I A. Chandelier. <laughs> See a food. Someone just literally activated dad joke in me right now. It's yeah, like they, they just turned it to 10 and I just mm-hmm. couldn't stop. I'll just like yeah. joke to joke to joke to joke. And I actually grew up watching you just then. Because at first I was like, <laughs> <laughs> then I was like, don't say it, dad. Don't say it. <laughs> Which is stop. honestly kind of sad. If we ever really get to a point where you are getting on to me for dad jokes. <laughs> I have. We do have a problem. I have gone too far, <laughs> and I'm gonna need y'all to pray for me. Either that, or you just stole all my jokes, and I'm just like, well, this podcast is over. So, so I've interrupted nice. you like a thousand times. Where are you going? Not just Myrtle Beach, right? You were going other places. Oh yeah, couple camps, camp. Yeah, summer camp, which was taken away from me last year because of COVID. So do Obviously. you do you actually? All right, so I don't think I ever really went to summer camp. Oh, okay. Well, retreat wise, I went to the Y, like the YMCA. Okay, but I know people who like go to summer camp. I like, it's fun I, to stay there. I've watched these movies right where people like go to camp, like Camp Nowhere and yeah, yeah, yeah. heavyweights and all this other stuff. See, those camps, I've never been to those okay. either. I'm like, who are these people? Stay in a cabin, the chipmunk cabin. Yeah. And Laws is there. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I just, I. it seems cool, but it's only in the movies. Right. So what is church camp? Church camp is basically... Well, it's it's and you're not going. By the way, you're playing music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I'm, yeah, I'm a little too old for being a camper. But uh, yeah, I'm going with uh, Sugar Hill Church, okay. Sugar Hill Gang, um, and then I'm just going to play music, and that's it. That's all I'm going to do. So the first camp is in just north of Columbia, South Carolina. You go to Columbia, you go north, mm. find, you take the second right the sticks, you're there because there's no cell phone service whatsoever. Yeah. On the left-hand side. They do have Wi-Fi, thank It's going to be a tribe of squirrels. Yeah. There's about <laughs> six of them. Yeah. If you see that, you're going too far. Yeah. But back up a tad. Back up a tad and turn left. Yeah. And you go down that dirt road until you, until dirt you, road. Hit, until you hit that dip. Mm-hmm. But not the first dip, the second dip. Yeah. So let's recap. Once you get to the tribe of squirrels, uh-huh. it's only going to be about five or six of them. Right. You take a left. Yeah. And you go down there, and and, and not the first dip, uh-huh. second dip. Yeah. Then you know you need to stop. You need to get out your car, and you need to start walking. Yeah. And then when you smell fox urine, <laughs> things are about to get weird. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but you are in the right place. But you are in the right place. Just keep going. 
you need to you, first thing you need to do is get on your knees, start praying to the Lord, <laughs> right? Because He's going to be essential and instrumental <laughs> in the success of yeah. your trip. That's why we take the kids here, so if yeah. they ever get you know pounded by a fox. Well, speaking of traveling, I did go to Indiana this past weekend. Your Indiana Jones trip. Yes. Indiana Jones. Did not meet Indiana Jones. So, uh, sadly, I went to Indiana because my last grandparent passed away. Yeah. Uh, she was my step-grandmother. And, uh, but uh, I remember a couple stories uh, that I didn't tell last time because I just forgot them. Yeah. One of them was uh, she took us to see Dennis the Menace. I love that movie. Walter Matthau. I love that movie. Yeah. Um, also, grumpy old man. Yes, absolutely. But uh, love Dennis the Menace, dude. She took us to see that, and I have never heard her laugh so hard in her life. Like she laughed through the entire movie, and uh, but it just made it funny for me too. Just like because she has that good sense of humor, yeah. you know, and. Plus, Walter Matthau was funny anyway. Um, Martha, where are the GD garden lanterns? <laughs> Martha, where are the GD garden lanterns? <laughs> <laughs> so at the uh, at the funeral, they actually had an open mic for anybody who wanted to come up and tell a story or two or, yeah. or whatever. So I went up there, and uh, so I was talking about how Every, she was very a stern woman. She very she was she acted like a grandmother. Yeah, she's she put me in my place if I was acting up. She was like, all right. She had a this long staircase. Well, I say long staircase because I was a kid when I yeah go up and down it. But we would stay downstairs, and uh, that was that was our place. And she was like, now don't run up downstairs. You either stay up here or you stay downstairs. That's it. I don't want anybody falling down and getting hurt. We we're like, okay, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and uh, so, not even ten minutes later, I hear, oh, she falls downstairs. No, falls down the entire flight. And I open the door to look, and she's laying at the bottom of the stair. Luckily, she was okay. Yeah. And uh, so she got up and. She, She's kind of dizzy for a little bit. She's like, I'm good. And um, so I was like, you know, in my mind, I was just like, well, that's what you get. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Because I was a kid. I was like, how dare you yell at me? Because I was just like, you're not my mom or dad, you know? And she's like, and then when she would yell at me, if my parents were in the room, then I would look to them for solace and, you know, and I would just be like, she's yelling at me. And then over in the corner going, yeah, she's right. Yeah. You know, and wouldn't give them back, but whatever. Um, and so, but one Christmas, we'd always go up there for the holidays, and she bought me a VHS of Christmas Vacation. Nice. And uh, and up until then, I had only seen the TPS. Yeah, right. <laughs> Almost a TPS. <laughs> the TPS, TPS reports. Report. Yeah. Uh, with a cover sheet. But... Uh, up until then, TBS, that was it. Yeah. The edited version. And so, and so this story I was telling in the open mic, and I was just like, for those of you who've seen, 
they're quite different. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, people just start laughing, you know, because some of them know what I'm talking about. And then I'm, then I go, so I get finished with the movie and the credits are rolling and I go, grandma's cool. <laughs> <laughs> people start laughing. And then I was just like, and that was the end of my story. And I was like, so I look over the casket and I was like, love you, grandma. And yeah. I went back and sit down. So that's cool. But yeah. So, dude, uh, we're at the end. Yep. Unfortunately. Yep. I'm glad your trip was good. And, uh, yep. I'm glad you got to, that's kind of cool that you got to tell that story. For sure. I think that's pretty, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, it probably helped everyone appreciate a different side of that. Oh, yeah. You know, for sure. Or, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, dude. Any last words? 